bust it, son. What's going on, Pop Pop? Ratchaloon. That is my name. What's up? Oh, you know, getting it. Getting it. Getting it. Man, it's going to get cold in the morning. You know what that means. Down in the GA. Better let your water drip. (laughs) (laughs) Red-blooded outdoors, y'all. Why? Why do you make fun of me saying let the water drip? I've never heard anybody else even talk about it. I feel like we're the only people in America that let our water drip. I mean, it don't... Do you I remember understand that? The, I understand the science behind it. <laughs> oh, Keep wow. the water flowing so it don't get froze up. Is that your way of cutting me off at my explanation when you say I understand the science yeah. behind now it? Yeah, you know how it feels to be me. Do you understand the science behind that big old zit at the top of your Man, forehead? I don't know how to get rid of this thing. That's giving, that's giving me the Google eye? No, it ain't. The thing's looking at me like, yo, cuh, what up, cuh? <laughs> Wow. Don't don't cut me off. It's not that off. extreme. <laughs> don't cut me off like that. You done bumped your skull. No. So, our house is on a crawl space. Yeah. Right? And for the air could flow under the house. And when it gets real cold, if your water ain't running, it's like freezing busty pipes. You remember that house we lived in at Rock Mart? Mm-hmm. We lived in this house, y'all. The one that was, well, the only one, I guess, we lived in in Rockmart. Yeah. And unbeknownst to me, like, I never thought when I bought that house to crawl up and under the house to see what the house was sitting on. But this house was sitting on some humongous oak beams and, and cross ties. You remember when the floor buckled? In the and, living room? And we, we had cut. the whole living room tore apart one time? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. All right, so this house set up on a knot. Uh, it's set up on the knot at the bottom of Knox Mountain. And uh, that was the worst place I'd ever lived for the water freezing. The worst. I didn't like, like, you almost had to leave the water running. Yeah, you didn't pay no attention because you I'm was... I was just a little old baby. You was a baby long head then, son. Yeah. But that water, you could you could guarantee it that I had... I went under there and I put insulation on the pipes. I did everything that I could possibly do after the first winter because I, I fixed about four water leaks and uh you could about guarantee that once a winter i was going to be under there fix, fixing a busted pipe i remember at that house we had that little building down there by the road and we had built off to the side of it a big old chicken pen yeah and we just had so many chickens for absolutely no reason whatsoever i was in the chicken business son yeah, no. I was in the chicken business. You was essentially running a chicken house. <laughs> you had one full-size chicken house down there. I remember at one time, how many, we had 80 chickens? A lot. 80 chickens at one time. That 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 little pen actually fluctuated between being a dog pen and a chicken pen there for a yeah. little while. But I had folks coming to the house building, buying chicken, son. Yeah. I'm talking about. I feel like there's not that much money in the chicken business. Hey, I feel like you, for you to really make money off of a bird, you have to have some real exotic bird like a peacock or an ostrich. Man, have you seen that? You got that computer fired up? I'm fired up. I'm fired up already. I think it's an Indonesian. I, th- I don't know the exact name of it. It's like an Indonesian black blood chicken. Black blood chicken. Black blood chicken? Are you what? Everything on this chicken is black. Like its feet's black, its feathers black, its beaks black, its tongue's black. Oh the, yeah, no, no, we don't want one of them. Whoa, son, <coughs> that thing looks spin, creepy. Son. Spin it, spin it. Let me see it. Spin, spin it. it. <laughs> spin that computer screen. 
you about to knock that glass of water over, and I'm going to pitch a fit. But your glass of water get it off the desk. Uh, them chickens right there, type in there real quick, bite. Bite? Like, see how much one of them's on. You don't do bite. You you put for sale, and then you see what the prices are. Look, you go right here this little tab. Google's got a tab, by the way, Daddy. I know you ain't big on technology. But if you go up there to the top of your computer and you hit shopping, it'll let you buy them. It'll let you. Whoa, son. How much? All right, so what is the real name of that chicken? It is an A-M. It's A-Y-A-M. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how you say that. C-E-M-A-N-I. All right, so we're just going to call it an a black en- chicken. An engine- uh, Indonesian <laughs> Black blood chicken. Black blood chicken. Okay, I, so to buy one of these chickens, I think right. it. I think it's the most expensive chicken in the world. Right here for eight hatching chicks, so little bitty babies for eight of them, ninety nine dollars. For eight of them. For eight. I I'm, feel like that's not that expensive. Or you can buy this one. This one right here is. $104 for one chicken. For one chicken. I, I, I feel I, like that ain't really that high for I a chicken. I don't either. I think it's... I, man, I've seen them things for like eight or 900 bucks. I don't... Yeah. You you done hit something where you... On that computer. That, that's Bitcoin. Here's one for 180 yeah, yeah. I feel like these chickens ain't as high as what you're talking, making them out to be. But they say... they say that them chickens blood is black like everything about that chicken's black why it's just the type of chicken it is man because it's from indonesia a lot of weird stuff over in indonesia did i ever tell the story on the podcast i don't want to repeat it if i did when i bought all them x rock chicks couldn't even tell you what that is, so you probably ain't never told the story. Remember when I bought all them chicks, and I had them in the pen down there at that building? No, you, okay. you got to be more specific. We bought a lot of chickens. <laughs> so I bought 25 chicks, had them shipped to the house. Oh, so these are brand new chickens. Yeah, X-Rocks, and they're supposed to grow like full-size big meat chicken. In like eight weeks. Supposed to be like showing enough meat chicken. Okay. In eight weeks. And I was going to sell them. Right? Because we, we had people coming to the house just buying chickens. <laughs> and uh, Big time chicken business going on over here. Y'all better that. watch out. We about to put Tyson out of business, son. So I had them chicks sent to the house. I don't remember what I gave for them. It wasn't a lot of money. And I had them in a pen. It was warm outside, summertime, so I didn't need no heat lamp or nothing like that. And uh, I didn't have them in the chicken pen. I had them on the porch of the building sitting on the table. And I pulled up one night. I got home late from work. It's dark. I said, I got to feed these chickens. And they was a mama coon and two, ba- three baby coons at that cage when I pulled up and I could shine with my headlights and all I seen on the ground was baby chicks just laying there lifeless dead as a hammer son and them coons donate all them baby chicks let me tell you what they were doing now I said there was one in there there was like four left in there there was one left by the time I scared the coon off coons but I watched them so, so when you pulled up, the coons were physically eating the chickens. When I pulled up, all the coons turned around and looked at me like, oh, no. Like, whoa. And I didn't get out of the truck, so they went right back to business. The mama coon would stick her hand through the pen and scare the little chicks over there to the baby coon. The baby coon would grab a chick. And bite his head completely off and just throw the rest of them on the ground. Were they eating the head or dropping the head too? No, they was eating the head. Really? I watched them do it. Now somebody would say, well, why didn't you just run them all? I was in shock. 
I said, are you serious? These coons is just biting the heads off these little chicks and throwing the bodies on the ground. That's smart. And I watched them do it to two more, and then I opened the door, and they frolicked off. What'd you get for them chickens? I can't remember. Oh, so them wasn't no high-dollar black-blooded chickens. No, them no. just some old regular meat chickens. They were X-Rocks is what they called them. The whole, the whole bunch of them, except one, got killed. Really? And I had them chicks two days. Did that one end up growing up, or did it eventually die? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't remember. But them coons had they had opened the cage themselves. They figured out how to open it. And then and they was so they was the mama scaring the baby chickens over to the side where the little ones was, and the little ones was grabbing them. Yeah, yeah. biting the head off. They had sense enough not to just storm inside the cage. You know what I mean? And they had a strategy. Pro- probably had little chicks run out and this and that. No. They opened it, and I'm sure they caught a bunch of them right off the reel. Probably did their thing. And then when it got to where all the little chicks stayed over in the corner, then the mama went over and stuck her old hand through a ski ski ski. And run the run the little chicks over to them. Wow! So the, these coons had a strategy on how to get these baby chickens out of there. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Did you ever witness anything other than a chicken, other than a coon eating chickens? Oh, I've caught possums eating them. Uh, now I I didn't witness no snakes eating eggs. But they'd be snakes in there laying, laying where they laid eggs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's oh, hawks. Hawks. Man, a hawk would tear into that chicken pen, get him old chick, fly out, land on the ground. Why do you think they were just biting the heads off and then leaving the body? That is weird. I feel that's, like, hate, that's hateful, son. I feel like most of the meat's on the body. So they were smart enough to round these chickens up like they was herding cattle. But they weren't smart enough to eat the part with the meat on it. I'd ask you to research it, but you ain't going to. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Yep. Right now I'm looking at the price of an Indonesian black chicken. Black-blooded chicken, boy. Black-blooded chicken. These things look weird. There's like nothing different about them. Like everything on them is black. I would ask you about your last coon hunt but i'm sure it was uneventful because the legend wasn't there so we it was pretty uneventful so we won't even delve into the depths of the coon hunt i feel like you're not uh, very interested in my life <laughs> whoa don't get silly just chill out just chill out i kind of want to buy one of these indonesian chickens now I ain't well, never seen nothing like this. Well, well, first, if you're going to get in the chicken business, the number one thing to do is to have a chicken pen or what what people in town say, a chicken coop. What the people in town say? Yeah. What? Just have a chicken pen. Okay, so I need a chicken pen. First, you start with a chicken pen, then you can get chickens what would you recommend the square footage of this chicken pen be because if you if you just say okay i'm getting some chickens and they show up what where are you gonna put them free range that ain't gonna work here no you're right dogs is gonna kill them your cat will kill them yeah now she'll run up to them that's gonna be a problem i'm gonna figure out how to make my chicken coop cat proof but that ain't that hard i fit a lot. I feel like a lot of people think that if you have a chicken, you can't have a cat. But look back in the old days. A bar, a, what was you called it? Old timey farm cat? Old stock farm cat. An old stock farm cat. All them people had chickens. And them cats weren't killing them chickens. My mama had so many cats. I mean, they stayed out there around the smokehouse, around the woodshed. And they kept that place rid of rats and squirrels. That's what we need to do. We need to make us a smokehouse. I wonder how hard it is to make a smokehouse. 
Well, I don't know. I feel like you don't kill enough game for us to have a smokehouse anyway. Our, both our freezers are slap full of game. As a matter of fact, when we get done with this podcast, I need you to get one of them tenderloins out for me. Oh, I already got the one you want all the way in the front. All you oh. got to do is grab it. Well, remind me to get that thing situated. This morning, so Daddy called me at like, what, 8 o'clock this morning? It was 7.59 right before my 8 o'clock alarm went off. Typical dad move. And he calls me. He goes, so you know how I had my truck backed into my parking spot this morning? Yeah. Well, I had to climb up in the back so I could get a jug to put me some power steering fluid in my truck. And I had my Bluetooth case in my pocket. Now, his Bluetooth case, he's got these Bluetooth headphones, and they're in a case. And he said, I dropped that case. And then when I got to work, I went to go put my Bluetooth in my head, and I couldn't find it. Go out there and see if them things are laying in the driveway. And I go out there, and both of his headphones are just laying there in the driveway. Was they side by side? They were. They were, like, hooked together. Really? Yeah. That thing was in my hoodie pocket. And when I climbed up in the back of the truck, it slid out of my hoodie. Said glue glue. So I got my power steering fluid, got out of the back of the truck, picked them up, picked the case up. Didn't even think about it. That thing's magnetic. But you know what was weird? Where I found the headphones at would have been like under the truck. Well, maybe maybe when it hit it flipped and it's a sort of shot them out yeah gravity stuff like that momentum so so i got home it's gonna fire me up old podcast no no headphone i was like dad bum i bet them things fell out better call coney better call ratchet better call coney because if i don't call coney i won't never find them i'm i'm I appreciate you warming this coffee up for me, filling it up. You're again. welcome. <laughs> Takes me. I'm, I'm. I need. That's what I need to do. I need to open me up a coffee shop. Open me up a coffee shop, but one. But if it was up to Daddy, we'd only serve black coffee, because that's how Christopher Columbus drunk his coffee. He didn't have none of that caramel. If you opened you up a coffee shop, you'd have to wear your hair in a ponytail. But not one of those long ponytails, like where you put it, just put it in there and it's flowing down. You'd have to double it up to where it was like, what do they call that, a bun? A man bun? You'd have to double it up and make your little old bun. I would not put my hair in a man bun. That's the most unmanly thing you like, could do. You ought to comb your bangs down a little bit so that bump on your head quit looking at me throwing gang signs. <laughs> <laughs> That's throwing up gang signs. That thing's over fronting on me, son. Casting a shadow on me. That thing's over casting shadow on me. What in the world? Combing bangs down. Man, me and G, me and G hit a crow hunt uh, Saturday and Sunday. Well, me, you, and G went Saturday. Yeah, yeah, you went Saturday. And uh, we, we had planned a squirrel hunt, but did that wind not pick up? Well, we went to one spot to begin with, and the wind wasn't even blowing. Yeah. But we decided to go to a different spot, and then we get there. And the wind's just, it wouldn't stop. Yeah, we probably would have got a little old squirrel hunt in if we'd have stayed at the first spot. But we decided to move. And wouldn't you know it, right under where I told y'all them deer was crossing at, we come up through there and what was living right there. A deer. We seen but a There's actually two deer. There's one to the right, too. Yeah. If we'd have been in that shooter house, that morning could Ain't it weird how we was on a mission to hunt squirrels and we seen deer, but anytime we on a mission to hunt deer, we see squirrels? Oh, yeah. I wonder what would happen if you went deer hunting but took a squirrel gun with you to try and trick the squirrels into thinking that you're deer hunting. 
Wow. Do you think the squirrels know we're out there to deer hunt? Or no? Well, what's your opinion? You're the one that's that's raising the question. I mean, it, it just seems very odd to me how if I go out there and sit to try and catch and kill a deer, I'll have squirrels everywhere. But when I go out to kill squirrels, I see deer. They can smell it on you. I think they can. They like can. a horse. They can smell the fear. There you go. So you're scared? No, I'm not scared. It's like a horse can smell fear. Right. Deer and squirrels can smell what you're hunting for. <laughs> no. 100%. So we decided to to uh, call up some crows because it's crow season. Now, the thing about crows, hunting crows, what, what I like about hunting crows is a lot of people, a lot of people will say that crows, crows are smart. So I don't want to take away from a crow. They are smart. They mean too. By crackles, them things is mean. Do you know what they call? They don't a bunch of crows together. Yeah. What? A murder. A murder. A murder of crows. A murder of crow. Hit that Google real quick and see why it's called a murder of crows. Why it's called a murder. Because. <clears throat> Have you ever seen crows dive bombing a turkey? I myself have never seen it. It's the most hateful thing I've ever seen in the world. They will get out there and aggravate a turkey just to aggravate the turkey. They'll come down and hit that thing. Well, pow. Well, pow. And run a turkey all over the place. Going around to the just wearing them out. Oh, you're talking about like when we went hunting last year and we heard like that all them crows just raising cane. Oh yeah, down in yeah. the woods, and you were like, "I bet there's a turkey down in there." Mm. And we sat there for like 10, 15 minutes, calling, heard nothing. Them crows just raising cane. Yeah, and we go like fifty yards down that down that little dirt road, and right where we were standing. Yeah, he finally got away from him crows and come on up there and they wasn't messing with him. Then he gobbled. Ain't that weird? And crows don't mess with a hawk neither. Or they mess with a hawk. They don't play around. They will wear a hawk out. I'm talking about beat a hawk down. Crows will? They aggravate every bird there is. Why would that be so mean like that? Crows and owls are mortal enemies. Like if you gonna all right, so if you gonna show enough crow hunt, like you serious about crow hunting. Now we was out there having fun, calling up crows. People say, "Oh, well, what you do with a crow? What, what would you do with a crow?" I tell you what, we do with a crow. I'm not gonna eat it. Come said he will. I'll eat. I'll eat a crow. But we'll take that crow, pluck him, bring him to the house. Mary eat the far out of a crow. The cat. We feed them to the cat. She eat the far out of them. I'll eat. A crow is just a wild animal. I here's but but a crow eats dead animals too. How many times you been riding up down the road and seen a crow eating on something dead? A lot. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this: What else eats dead animals? Name another animal that eats dead animals. Another animal that eats dead animals? Mm -hmm. A possum. Name another animal that eats dead animals. An armadillo. Please quit naming the trash animals that eat dead animals and name a good one. <laughs> quit naming the trash animals? Yeah. Uh, I bet a bear will eat a dead animal. Well, I've never personally seen a bear eat an animal that was already dead, but I bet you're right. There you go. Yeah. I bet a hog will eat a dead animal. Oh, yeah. A hog, yeah. Sure and you don't will. have a problem eating a hog or a bear. I killed a deer one time, or I stuck a deer one time with a bow up in Gordon County. Y'all was little. I don't even think I took y'all hunting to that hunting club. If I did, it was just riding around. That's how little y'all was. I stuck a dang 
uh, buck with an arrow one time and watched him trot 40 yards and lay down. Just he 40 yards. Like didn't die, he just laid down? Yeah, he wasn't dead, but I hit him. I said, okay, I'm just going to sit right here. I can see him good. I'm going to watch him. When he goes out, then I'll go down there. It wasn't 15 minutes later. There was about three little pigs come off the hill. He jumped up, took off. Wow. Gone. I said, Dad, bum, son. Started a drizzling rain. Got dark. I trailed him, trailed him, trailed him, trailed him. Up there, no phone service by myself. Iron 30 minutes from the house. Raining. Finally, I said, all right, that's it. Put my arrow right there, the last spot where I found blood at. Yeah. Buddy of mine was in the club. Told him about it. His daddy was going out there the next day. I said, well, if he can, when he gets done hunting, can he see if he can find my deer? Thing was maybe 50 yards from my area. But the hogs, the hogs, and the reason he knew it was hogs, there was all kinds of rooting around, all kinds of hog mess and everything. They ate on that deer. Ate on that deer. The hogs did. So you killed the deer, the hogs come, and they ate the deer. They ate on it. They didn't eat it all. But they, they had ate on it. Yeah. Absolutely. I disagree. With what? That. I don't think that really happened. Oh, that most certainly did happen. I will tell you one thing, though. And it kind of made me mad. We were coon hunting the other night. And we come up on a dead hog. But it wasn't like a hog that just got killed by another animal. Or had died of natural causes or something. It was like a dead hog that somebody had killed their self. And it looks like they started to skin the hog. Like it looked like the, they didn't take no meat off of it or nothing. Really? From what I could tell anyway. Right. It looks like, because there was like rubber gloves sitting beside the hog. So somebody had obviously been messing with it. Right. But they like skinned the hog. And then that they just left it laying there. Didn't take about, no about meat. five yards off the side of the road. Really? Didn't take no meat, didn't nothing. Really? And it was weird. Hmm. I mean, at least, like, get it out of there. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, get the meat. Don't kill the booger if you ain't going to get the meat. Like, a, lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people would just shoot hogs in the, in the guts and, and let, them, let them run off and walk die. off. Hey, I get it. They're evasive. They tear up the land. They take food source from other animals. I understand. But shoot the thing. Take it out of there. If you don't want it, somebody will take it. Oh, yeah. Somebody will take the meat. You You could take that hog. You could probably take it to a processor. And just tell them, here, I don't want this. I'm sure there's a processor somewhere out there that'll just cut that hog up, and they'll be able to sell that meat or give it to somebody uh, who needs it. But yeah, they, they can definitely probably find somebody that, that'll that want it. You know what I mean? I mean, don't don't just kill something just to just, be killing just, it. Yeah, just kill it. No. I mean... I don't agree with that myself. I didn't even think about the meat, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was thinking about, you killed that hog, left it laying there. So you took out one predator, but that dead hog's going to draw in coyotes. So you took out one predator and just draw in another one, yeah. was the way I looked at it. Yeah, I, I look at it as somebody killed it and didn't know what to do with it. So they let their integrity bite them in the butt. And instead of figuring out what to do with it or calling somebody, they got lazy and said, I don't want to mess with it. That's what I figured happened. They just started skinning it and realized, oh, this ain't going to be as easy as I thought it would be. So they just sort of took their gloves off. And that, that kind of made me mad, too. Just took their gloves off and threw it on the ground. Yeah. Like, at least pick your trash up. 
I know. Don't yeah. just leave them nasty rubber gloves laying there. Right. So now yeah. you've now you've harvested an animal, left the meat there just to rot. Good meat. Mm-hmm. Drawled in coyotes. I don't like coyotes being where I, where I turkey hunt at. And you left trash laying there. Boom. That's three of them. Anytime I'm hunting anywhere, no matter what I'm hunting, if a pig comes up, it's a pig hunt then. Oh, per- yeah. Period. 100%. Period. But you can, you can bet your your tail that I'm gonna get that booger out, and I'm gonna get that meat. And I can promise you, like I said, our freezers are full. I know some folks that'll take it, oh. and I, and I'll gladly cut it up for them, so they can take it if they ain't got time to mess with it. You know what I mean? I th- I think hogs. When you're hunting, if you see a hog, definitely kill it. If they're a problem. I mean, if, you, if you're if you trying to make your land a place that's got hogs on it, that's you. I don't, I don't think nobody wants to do that, really. Like, the pigs, they get moved in. Like, people do that. They tra- trap pigs and catch pigs with dogs. And they move them around because they want to have them to hunt. Well, can't no one or two people hunt a population of pigs because them things breed so fast and they have no natural predator and they eat everything. So a pig pig has a litter every six months. Well, it's sort of the time frame rotates like one year the... A sow will have two litters, but the next year it'll be three. It's the way the time. So it's not six months to the day. You see oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I've so, just always heard six months. So one year it'll be two two litters, and the next it'll be three. So they have eight to 12 every time. And, and they, eight times three is what, 36? Something like that? I don't know. I ain't good at quick math. Coney. Quick math. Eight, eight and two, sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> sixteen. Twenty-four. Wow. Twenty-four pigs. See, twenty-four. That's on the low side. Yeah. That's on the low side. So that's that's one sow. So imagine, like, when we seen them pigs over at Sheffield, there was like fifteen. I just I just read a post. Uh, earlier where somebody was hunting out there in the same area you was coon hunting they seen 30 at one time 30 at one time at one time so do and, the, and i mean let's let's think about it there really ain't nothing out there that's killing a pig a pig don't really have no real big predator not 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 in georgia no natural I mean, predators you there. might have a baby pig get swept up by a coyote here and there yeah but a pig itself I believe yeah. a pig would tear up a coyote. I'm sure. I'm sure there's it, in North Georgia. There's some pigs that get killed by bears, and in yeah. South Georgia, there's some pigs that get taken by alligators. I but, never even thought about that. An alligator oh, eating a pig. Oh yeah. I guess they're what they're getting down there in the water. Yeah, they, yeah. And a big old alligator, son. That joker don't play. That's a, that's that's a hefty alligator if he's taking down a freaking pig, son. Well, you think when when they're born, they're they're real small. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I guess they, so. When uh, you you think a, a 20, 30, 40 pound pig, I mean, you got alligators that's taking down hundred pound plus deer. I wonder know. if an alligator would kill a bear. You think an alligator kill a bear? Most definitely. I don't know. I think I'm gonna pick the bear in that fight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the alligator air time. The bear the bear has the advantage. Cause the alligator's gonna drag him into the water. You think about that roll they do. They call it the death roll. But I don't think I don't think the alligator'd ever be able to get the bear into the water. Well, I mean, you're thinking of a bear son that's five six hundred pounds. I got news for you. Those are few and far between. I'm thinking of your average sized. 
black bear. 125, 150 pounds. But they have so much more advantages. Think about it. Think about how low an alligator is to the ground. Right. That bear could stomp on, stand on that alligator's back, and that alligator's done. It ain't going nowhere. No. Alligator, a bear can stand up on his back two feet and come down on that alligator. Look, when animals are squaring off, it's not like a boxing ring. So you got an old bear that's tromping around in the swamp. Dum de dum de dum de dum de dum de dum de dum. Where's my honey? He goes up. He sees him old pool, and he wants to get him a drink of water. And he eases up to that water. What pow, son? That alligator grabs that joker by the head and pulls him backwards into the, and he immediately goes to spinning. That's, that's, that ain't no, let me stand on your back. I'm going to stand on my hind legs and come down and smash you. There ain't, ain't none of that going on. This, it ain't cartoon world. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm just having a hard time believing that an alligator could truly take a bear in a, in a wild battle. I feel well, like the bear just has so much more of an advantage. If you'd learn your arithmetic, your multiplication tables, what eight times three is. That first, ain't got nothing to do with. Then you, you would understand like some real life scenarios. No. I, I'm, I have to stick with the fact. How did we start with crows and get all the way to bears fighting alligators? Because you're lying to the people and telling them that a bear would lose to an alligator. And I'm not going to sit here and let our audience be lied to. Wow. Um, so what animal do you think could take an alligator? Nothing. You don't think anything can beat an alligator in a fight? Nope. There has to be something. Nothing is. Nothing. So let's get back to the crow hunt, Coney. Let, let's no, get. No, we're not just going to skip over the fact that you believe there's nothing that could kill an alligator. And we're talking about, like, excluding people. Right. There is some animal out there in the wild that can kill an alligator. Oh, well, the them pythons down there in Florida, they're killing alligators. I'm going to need you to put silent on that thing. Them pythons down there in Florida are killing alligators. So you're telling me that a snake, little old slithery boy, can take down an alligator... But you don't think a bear could take down an alligator? No. I think you need to rewatch Steve Irwin because a bear is 100% taking down an alligator. A, a bear's getting out of there, man. He's not going to stay around and mess with that. See, animals, they avoid conflict. If they go to fighting, it's for territory or because it's life or death. It ain't just, I'm standing here to fight you. If an alligator comes up and tries to get a bear, and that bear escapes his grasp, he's gone. He's not standing around to see what happens next. Do you understand that? I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why, why the bear would be attacked by the alligator and the bear would just be okay with leaving. It don't make no sense to me. I feel like the bear would definitely get up and tell the alligator, Yo, cuh, let me tell you something real quick. That ain't going to happen no more. There's no way in your mind you actually think that. You, you're putting on this show. 100%. No. 100%. <laughs> I refuse to believe that an alligator can kill a bear. So we was crow hunting. Okay. Now, back to what I was saying. If you were serious about crow hunting because owls and crows are slap-dab enemies, slap-dab enemies, you get out there and you set you an owl decoy down and a couple of crow decoys out and you call them crows in 
and see what happens. They're gonna come. They're gonna come in to save them other crows. Straight up. We was talking about it one day at work, where the the crows have one that'll go like down and make sure everything's okay. Remember that when that happened? Yeah, they'll send a, they'll send a, a, a reporter. Yeah, like a spectating crow. Yeah, like he'll come up and check out the the scene when you're out there calling and see if he sees uh, anything that ain't right. And he'll go back and be like, yo, it's all right. Y'all come on or either, no, we need to go the other way. But do you remember that not long ago where that, I guess it was the crow that's that job, he flew down to the road and got hit. And then the road just got bombarded with like hundreds of crows. Do you remember I, that? I heard about that. I seen that. So like, like there was a crow that had come down to eat something dead on the road or something and he didn't go back so then all the other crows come and a bunch of crows got hit on the road something yeah. like that yeah but it was like a lot of crows i didn't know i didn't know that many crows would travel together well when we, when we was calling crows sunday i bet there was we caught 30 in at one time yeah there was a lot but one thing I've noticed, when you call them in a bunch at a time like that, they stay real high for some reason. Like, so high you can't shoot them. I mean, they stay real high, and they just keep circling and circling and circling. OG money, we called in. We done called in one set, and I shot at one. They missed it. They went on, and I called in another set, and or I was calling to another set, and... uh. There was two that had come around. I didn't see them coming. And they landed in a tree like 20 yards from us. And OG Money made the mistake of pointing his old finger out there saying, there's two right there. And I mean, just as soon as he'd done that, they, they, they took, said, no. he took a shot and missed. And uh, But man, it's, it is fun calling in crows. I don't think a, I've ever even shot at a crow. It is, it is fun. If you want to go this weekend, we'll we'll show enough. Put the wahitas on it, son. The wahitas. That's right. Get We're out gonna there. We're going to put the wahitas on it? Get out there and get serious with it. That's what wahitas means. That's right. Get out there and get serious. We need to get us a real mess of maybe, squirrels. Maybe we'll go Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, if it ain't too windy. Yeah, if it ain't too windy. Oh, you talking about crow hunting? Yeah. I done switched over to squirrels. Yeah. But that's what we need to do. We need to get us a mess of squirrels. We can do it. And and give us a little old squirrel squirrel. Yeah. I want to try. I want to try squirrel brains. I hear people talk about them. Watch videos on people eating them, and I bet they're good. You know what? We did the, all these podcasts in a row with no guest to, to help Cooney get opened up. To help Cooney get opened up so he's his self. So he's, so he's bringing what he wants to bring to the podcast. So he's, he's being informative and, and productive and, and giving, a, giving a good part to it. You say some of the weirdest stuff I've ever heard. An alligator can beat up a bear. No, a bear can beat up an alligator. Eight times threes. What'd you say it was? Thirty-six. <laughs> I'm not quick with my math. I'm not a mathematician. And now, I will eat a crow, and I want to try squirrel brains. Let, let me tell you something. Look, look, no. Look, it's, it's a crow, man. Let's be real. All right, so you're going to sit there. And when I'm telling you about eating cornbread and milk, you're going to act like that's the weirdest thing in the world. It is. It is. Cornbread and milk. Cornbread and milk is a a requirement to be from the South. Well, let me say something. If, If you don't eat cornbread and milk. Now, a lot of people eat cornbread and buttermilk. Now, I'm going to draw a line there. Let, let me say something that would 
possum. I'm not, I'm not drinking no buttermilk. The only I butter. Remember that, I remember that time I also put buttermilk in his cereal. <laughs> that joker went in there and made a big old bowl of cereal, son. And he, we all we had was a gallon of buttermilk in the fridge. I don't even know why we had it. I think it was around Thanksgiving and Mama was making biscuits. But uh, he goes in there and it's like a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch and he pours that buttermilk in there and comes and sits down in the living room, takes a bite. And I mean, doesn't swallow it or spit it out or nothing. He just goes, that milk in there ain't no good. <laughs> and Buck goes, that's buttermilk, dummy. And Austin just like, he's like going to throw up or something. Uh, Austin's Cooney's cousin for y'all that yeah. don't know. The only thing I want to do with buttermilk is in a biscuit. A buttermilk biscuit. Let me say something else that's, that huh. you're probably going to say is weird. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. You're getting bad about rabbit holing, son. This is the same topic. Right now, it's cornbread and milk. This so, is about cornbread. So what you do with cornbread and milk is it, you don't put it in a bowl. You take a glass of milk or beforehand take you some cornbread and crumble it up in it and pour the milk over it either or don't put it in a bowl and you don't drink it you eat it with a spoon oh that's what i was about to ask do you just drink it or eat it with a spoon so i eat it with a spoon i can't i can't believe you ain't never seen me eat well let me say something that you probably also is going to say is weird this is on the topic of cornbread look i'm trying to speak go for it if you set a plate of cornbread in front of me and a plate of biscuits in front of me, which one do you think I'm going to take? You Probably the biscuits. I would take a biscuit over a piece of cornbread any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Wow. Because I've never, ever had a piece of cornbread that wasn't dry. Never. Your mama cooks good cornbread every piece of my corn- mama cooks good and it cornbread might not be dry cornbread but all cornbread just tastes dry to me well you need to put it in milk put no some i milk don't on. i 100 don't now when you when you get dry your, up my milk when you get your uh like if you don't eat cornbread and milk you ain't southern another like, thing i don't eat that a lot of people say is if you don't eat this you ain't southern it's grits because grits are nasty. And you can't convince me otherwise. You're going to sit there and eat that. Um, Just eat oatmeal. Oat Grits ain't nothing but milky oatmeal. Wow. It's nasty. What what I mean, what is a grit? Cooney, you're rabbit holing again. A glass of cornbread and milk. Okay. If you're dirty, like if you... If 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 you want to get serious about it, if you dirty, that's right. If you want to get dirty, you take your old Valdea onion and you quarter that booger up, chop it up, quarter it up, however you want to do it. A lot of times, I just quarter it up. Give me a old bite of cornbread and milk, bite of onion. All right, I'll chop some onion up and put in the dang. Uh, cornbread and milk. So now you're talking about mixing milk and onions, which is acceptable in no circumstance. So now you've got milk, onions, and cornbread. You are essentially making a cold soup, is what you're trying to do. And it it ain't going to work. It ain't. So... Before you eat squirrel brains or these crows or whatever crazy thing Cooney wants to eat, mm-hmm. how about you try some cornbread and milk? I would I would eat squirrel brains before I tried cornbread and milk. That there's, I don't see how it could be good. Now tea cakes and milk, that's that's good. You, yeah. Cornbread cornbread is. Like the top tier of Southern cuisine. It's like the top tier. It's like there with barbecue and stuff like biscuits and gravy, grits, sweet tea, like but, the, but and gr- fried chicken. I, I don't consider grits a Southern cuisine. 
I it, don't. Because well, you got them places up north that eat shrimp and grits. I think that's more like Louisiana and stuff. It's more like a Boston thing, I think. No, that's clam chowder. No, Boston is chowder. The, these, you know, these states where they do a lot of shrimping. These states up there at the, where the bay is. They do shrimping in Texas, Louisiana, Georgia, Florida. Keep on going. They do shrimping everywhere. But but it's a big thing. It's a big thing up in the north, too. Shrimp and grits. I think we're going to have to leave you off the podcast for a little Come while. Come on, bud. Let's go get some shrimp and grits, bud. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds Canadian. Same thing. <laughs> Maine and Canada, same thing. So, Mark Twain. Uh-huh. He loved cornbread. Loved it. He also wrote Tom Sawyer. He loved cornbread. He said, perhaps no bread in the world is quite as good as southern cornbread. And perhaps no bread is quite so bad as the northern imitation of it. Mark Twain loved some cornbread, son. He had some sense about himself. Mark Twain loved southern cornbread. Not the northern imitation of it. Yeah. This Thursday's Thanksgiving. Yep. I am so thankful for Jesus Christ, number one, and what he does for me every day. Every day. I'm so thankful for what he does for the people around me all over the world. That's number one what I'm thankful for. Period. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? I'm 100% ready for Thanksgiving. When we when we started this podcast, we set a we set a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Our goal was what was it? Five thousand was I think it was five thousand downloads before fifty episodes. Before right? Was it before fifty? It was either 50 or 100. I, th- I think it was 5,000 by 50. Yeah. Um, 5,000 by 50. And I just checked it a while ago. This this will be episode. This will be episode, what did you say, 35? 35. And it is currently at. Four thousand, dang, nine hundred and eighty. Four thousand nine hundred eighty. Can you believe that? That is way exceeding our goal. Right. So, I'm thankful for all the guests that come on the podcast. I'm thankful for everybody who listens to the podcast. I got on there earlier. We always say, please leave us a review. Please leave us a review on Apple. And um, I checked out some of the reviews. I read them from time to time. And uh, just some of them real quick. A. Tuck. I don't understand how how you do these names on this Apple thing. Uh, It'll go by... What the what the name of your phone is. So when you set up your phone, like right. when you set up your little Apple ID, right. whatever name you put that under is what it'll be. So A Tuck. I guess that's his name. I guess so. He, he his name's t- probably something like Tucker or something yep. like that. I don't know. So he he titled his review Dad Bum, cuz. Absolutely. Cornbread and Cooney. Father and son duo are fun to listen to they keep us laughing and it's their normal day that is so entertaining living off the land and raising your kids in a christian home is the backbone of this country good clean fun highly recommended keep up the keep it up corn and raccoon we love it praise god thank you a tuck d cook really enjoyed listening to to you both share knowledge and wisdom about life in the outdoors. 
I've been in some mentally dark places in the past, and I'm thankful I've found my way back to the light and the outdoors. I love how you appreciate the simple things in life has to offer. Much love and keep it up from Rome, Georgia. Go dogs. Wow. Thank you there. That's Daniel D- Cook. D. Cook. Um, got one here. Sid Runner. S-Y-D Runner 84. Very entertaining. Love the back and forth banter. He's talking about when I teach you. Now he's talking about when he's you, talking about when, when I teach you when you run your mouth and say weird stuff like a bear can beat an alligator. Yeah, when I teach you, David S. Butler, great podcast about much more than hunting and fishing, full of life lessons. Uh, one corn fed said, "Coney, I need a video of this tire." He's talking yeah. about that tractor tire you got. Yeah, that I flipped. Are you going to put a video? I'm. I'm. I might post a video of that. Uh, of you doing it. I got. I. St- I got the video of me doing it. I just I ain't posted. It. I got a video of me and you both doing it. Um. B u m p m a n n n bum, pum, and. I guess so. Cornbread and Cooney <laughs> really got something good going on. Wish they'd let me give them 10 stars. Keep up the good work, boys. I really am thankful for these. I wish I could read them all. Um, <laughs> these reviews um, that people give, it's it's the one of the reasons why we do it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, hundred percent. The uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the people that God has put into my life because of this podcast and the Off the Elevator podcast. Some really good people. Um, I'm thankful for the the people on Instagram that help promote the show. You know, we we do this as a hobby. We do it because we want to. You know what I mean? People that help promote the show like Jeff Forster and John Gardena. Speak, I was about to say, speaking of John Gardena, I don't know if we mentioned him on here or not before, but his podcast that he just brought oh, out. Oh, yeah. The John Gardena Classroom. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. Paps was a, a guest on Yeah, that. I was on there. Mr. Gard- Mr. Gardena. What, what was it Buck called him the other day? John Grilled Cheese? <laughs> Bucks, a, a, he's a long head. He is a long head. Uh, but yeah, people that help promote the show on Instagram, Justin Sheely, just everybody. I seen Tim Douglas put a uh, a story on there how he really liked an episode. Uh, he's got a good po- podcast too, The Inspired Way. Have yeah. you listened to any of that? I haven't listened to it, but it's been yeah. sent to me. To be listened to by some people. Yeah. You need to check it out, man. I'm not... I can't remember all these people's, like, individual names. I remember them by their Instagram names. Right. And that Justin Sheely, he's the the Trail Trash Dirtbag, right? Yeah. 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 So, I'm I'm just thankful for so much in my life that 100% revolves around Jesus and I love seeing God's work in front of me. I love feeling it. I'm so, so thankful. I'm I'm thankful for the love that everybody else gives. If if I didn't mention you, you know, I didn't mean to leave you out. But I appreciate everybody. Everybody. A hundred percent. One hundo. Keep it one hundo. We're gonna crow hunt this Thanksgiving? I mean, what what we going? Me and Buck usually duck hunt Thanksgiving morning. What I, what I would really like to do, I would really like. You remember the movie The Scrooge, or Christmas Carol is what it's called, something like that. You know how they're always eating a, a, a goose. I'd like to eat a goose on Thanksgiving. Well, the, the movie The Christmas Carol, they eat a goose for Christmas. 
Yeah, that's what I meant. Christmas. <laughs> but I'd like to eat a goose. Right. Well, why don't you harvest you a goose? I bought you a duck stamp. You never paid me back for it. Rightfully so. And that's 25 bucks. So all you got to do now is get your license and go get you a goose. How about you do that? My license? Well, yeah, you got to have, you got to actually buy the duck hunting oh, yeah. license yeah. too. Yeah. It, it's not included with your sportsman's license yeah. in Georgia. I think I already bought it. Did you? Yeah. When okay. you got the duck stamps. Because we okay. was going to go duck hunting that weekend, and we ended up not going. Yeah, we was going to go that early goose season. But we ended up not. But me and Buck usually hunt, hunt duck hunt Saturday morning, but the spot we usually hunt, I don't think the ducks or the geese are coming to right now. Ain't that well, weird how them geese at that spot will stay all year long? Yeah, they stay all summer. Then when it's time to hunt them, they just ain't there anymore. They're like squirrels and deer. They exactly. Can, they can smell it. They know what's happening. Wow. Well, I'm tired mm. of talking to you. Yeah, but tired of talking to you too. <laughs> I love you, boy. Love I'm, I'm thankful, my dad. I'm thankful for you too, Ratchaloon. I'm thankful for you. I love you. Love. We'll holler, child. Deuces. <laughs>